Welcome to the Brandon Hustle Podcast. I'm Daryl, and I'm here to get your sales game tight. And I'm Lori, and I'm here to get your brand looking right. Let's get to hustling. All righty. So, welcome to the Brandon Hustle Podcast, episode Hi. number one. Yes, sir. So excited to be here. So excited. Yeah. We are a duo, husband and wife duo. My name is Daryl Darks, and this is my lovely co-host, Darks. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we're so excited to have this podcast. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff mm-hmm. around sales and branding. And right now, we want to take this episode to introduce ourselves to you, tell you about our backgrounds, tell you about our stories. And also what we're going to be doing on the Brandon Hustle podcast and yes. everything it entails, all the fun stuff. So why don't we kick things off? All right. And just let's tell people first why we're doing this. For fun. Yeah. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. Like we love talking business together. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our moments where we just go on these like creative sessions. Yes. And we literally, that's all we do for hours. Yeah. Like if you could give us some like salmon and good food. Yeah. And then like we just sit there and talk about business all the time. All day. It's weird like how we connect on that, you know? Mm-hmm. And we just figured... We love helping people, so why not start a podcast to give, like, tips and tricks and, you know, give, like, stories on our business and how we live life, you know? And yeah. I just think it's really fun. Yeah. And I'm super excited to do this. Me too. I feel the same way. I just feel like, you know, for years, we've kind of had, like, these really good conversations about, mm-hmm. like, businesses and sales and marketing and branding, and it's been kind of, like under wraps yeah for sure you know and i think we're we've got some inspiration to do this podcast by just hanging out with friends and yeah having those moments between you exactly. and i in front of them yeah and like whoa this is pretty cool and i think also we don't we don't really know like we had wanted to start a podcast i told you like a while back for us to do it yeah but we never did mm-hmm. but i think what helped was when we saw our friends reactions to how we interact yeah and we were like Huh, maybe we do have something yeah. special. A you know, spark like, going on. A spark. A little business spark. A little business spark, girl. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, that's why we started this podcast. And we, we hope you guys enjoy it. And we're really excited um, to do this. Yeah. So, you want to tell them what they can expect from either one of us when it comes to, like, our angles of, sure. of the conversation? Yeah, of course. Um, I've had this inner battle with myself. I am a YouTuber. <laughs> Um, I have a channel called My Lovely Texas Home where I talk about home decors and DIYs and organization. Daryl does help me on there too. So you guys are probably like, what? I thought I did home decor and and DIYs, but this is the inner battle I've had with always wanting to talk about branding, always Mm -hmm. wanting to talk about marketing, wanting wanting that channel to kind of like talk about like this kind of stuff, you know? Right. But I never wanted to like, you know, they say keep a niche, keep a niche and Mm -hmm. that's it, you know? Yeah. So, um... I said, is it niche or niche? It's both. You can be either or. Yeah, yeah. it's like tomato, it's, tomato. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, I'm really excited to do that on here because mm-hmm. now I can really get into like doing my tips on how to start a YouTube channel, how to, how to you know, start, make your own personal brand, yep. how to even make a logo, you know, how mm-hmm. to do a YouTube thumbnail, like all this like really fun stuff to me. That's what they can expect on this channel for me. Um, tips and just, I don't know. I have so many ideas. Like my brain is literally like, it just goes and goes and it goes, goes, right? Yeah. I literally need to like write everything out on paper or on a computer. Cause I just get so excited talking about this stuff. Yeah. Just like I do about home decor, but it's just like a different part of me. So yeah. I'm super excited for you guys to see this part. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys have any 
ideas or you want to see anything, write in the comments down below. Yeah, let us know. Um, or tell us at The Brandy Hustle on Instagram. Yep. DM us or comment and let us know what you guys want to see on the branding part as well as the sales part. Yeah. So, yeah, what about you? And so that's what I'm bringing to the table. Yeah. As a matter of fact, <laughs> the sales part. Yeah. Um, so for, you know, people that want to know, like my background, it's all in sales, like yeah. professionally, that's all I've done since I've been working for the most part. And I have a lot of experience being a salesperson, being a sales manager, leading mm -hmm. people, like smashing quotas and literally making millions. Yeah. I've done that before. So I want to give my thoughts and advice and opinions on sales and business because I think it can really help people. Yeah, I'm super excited because he's really good at sales. And I will say, too, he's gotten really good at marketing lately. Oh, thank you. You, you have. You have. Because there's times where people ask me for advice. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> like, our friends ask me for advice, and Daryl's like, no, I know what we need to do. And I'm like, hold up, player. Yeah, I know. She's like trying to tell me what's what i'm like i think i have a good idea here yeah. though let me just let me just spit it at you real quick yeah, let me yeah. see what your thoughts are he gets really oh <laughs> i'm like smacking the microphone he gets really excited I which do. is um really cute uh but it's cool because i also have sales background so we yeah. like are really good at interchanging ideas you're making me better though you know what i mean well you're making you made me better at sales too well there you go that's why we got this podcast going yeah, huh that's what it's about making each Man, other better about to make that magic on a whole different level yeah I'm so excited for this. Me too. Super excited. Give this video a thumbs up, guys, if you're watching on YouTube right now. Thumbs mm -hmm. up. Yep. And share it also because we're super excited for this. I know it's a little different. I know you guys might be like, it's a husband-wife duo. Yeah. Like, it's a little weird. You don't really see it out there unless it's about marriage advice, which you'll probably get some of that too. Yeah, <laughs> Because yeah. we get really deep on this show mm -hmm. and um, we don't hold back. If you guys follow us on YouTube, you know we keep it real. You guys have been with us through our infertility struggles, through a lot of stuff, you know, through moves and all types of stuff. And you're yeah. going to get that here too. So um, make sure you subscribe to this channel and our podcast. Super excited. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about our backgrounds a little bit? Sure. Cool. Let's talk about it. So I should go first. Yeah. Let, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So my background, uh, let's talk about like backgrounds and upbringing. Okay. So I'm an Austinite, Austin, Texas. One of like the only people that can actually say that they're born here. Yeah. If you go so around true. asking people like, no, I'm from Houston. No, I'm from New York. I'm from Chicago, whatever, which is all gravy. Yeah. It's all great. But I'm actually from here. So, so um, born in Austin, raised out in Round Rock and Pflugerville. Oh, I'm sorry. The burbs. I was going to say a quick fun fact about huh? you. What? You're going to get embarrassed. What? But... He actually used to be a little child actor, um, and he oh my goodness he he had a big like billboard picture on the actual hospital that he was born at. It's true. Like, what were you promoting? Like, it was a picture of you promoting something. It was, yeah. So, well, okay. Let's clarify. <laughs> I happened to be born at Breckenridge Hospital. Yeah. But me being a child model had nothing oh, to do with me model, actually sorry, being on. Get it right. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Uh, with me having to like be born there. I know. It was just like an, a, a modeling gig and they placed me there and I was there for like years. I took that photo like in fifth grade and it was up until like I was in 11th grade or something. That's crazy. Maybe, maybe 10th. Famous. It was up for he a also met Denzel Washington. Okay, I did. And he met my favorite Sandra Bullock. Okay, I did. Which was super awesome. I did. What else you do? He, he gets so embarrassed. Not much. Not, not much. He gets so embarrassed. You can actually see him in the movie Hope Floats. Oh my goodness. I don't know what part. I'll have to try and look for it. He gets so embarrassed. 
I'm done. <laughs> but it's really, really cute. Okay, I'm sorry. I digress. Okay, so yeah, that's part of my background too. <laughs> yeah. Being in front of a camera and mm -hmm. doing modeling and, and acting for a short little while. Um, also really love music. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as like other stuff, um, family. So <laughs> uh, real dad died when I was three. Uh, raised by mom, stepdad, love my sister. And don't really have too much of a relationship with, with, with those folks. But what's really cool is that I'm really close with her family. Yeah. They all love me like a son, a brother, a nephew, all that good stuff. So yeah. so that's really cool. Um, yeah. And so so here we are. And we've been married for 10 years now. Ten years. We met in college. Yep. UTSA. Together, together 11 years, married 10 years. Yep. We yep. moved pretty fast. You got it. Yep. <laughs> and now here we are. Um, yeah. So super, super happy with life. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. Well, my name is Lori. Um, I am from a little town down south called Westlaco, Texas. Mm -hmm. um, the Rio Grande Valley, for those who aren't familiar. It's a lot of, a lot of people ask like, okay, where is that? I just always say it's it's near the South Padre. Yeah, that's the easiest that's way the to That's the easiest way to like, it, right? yeah. Um, that's how it was at Pflugerville, by the way. Yeah, back in the day. I bet, now yeah. I'm like Pflugerville, keep it real. You know, yeah. it's like before it's like oh the Austin <laughs> a slogan area. that doesn't exist that I made up. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I say the same thing even now with where we live. Yeah, just say Austin, and then when you get to really talking to somebody, okay, listen, let me let you know on the secret. Yeah. It's called Pflugerville. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, what are you talking about? That's what Westlaco is. Um, yeah, I grew up amazing parents. Um, yeah, really hardworking parents. So being from Westlaco, it's kind of one of the poorest counties in america yeah the way we grew up right but my parents were so good at letting us have such a great life that i never knew we were poor growing up that's you know? awesome yeah i have a brother sister i'm mm -hmm. the baby <laughs> uh the accident <laughs> i want to listen to this and be like stop it you're not an accident <laughs> no because my dad calls me his chispita which means his little drop <laughs> of? a little drop of what though people don't know what chispita means baby a little drop of sperm. There you go. I don't want to say that. I mean, <laughs> come on. Like, they're going to be a drop of what, though? Yeah, because I was like a broken condom or something. Yeah. Because my sister's 10 years older than me, and my brother's 8 years older than me. Yeah. So I just randomly came. Like, nothing could stop me, you know? Which fits into my character. Yeah. You will <laughs> literally burst through. Anything. I will prevail, you know? Yes. Um, so, yeah, I grew up there, and... I was the first in my family to leave for college. Mm -hmm. I was the first in my family to go to college. Right. Um, aside from my older cousin. And it was pretty awesome. And that's where I met you, UTSA. Represent. Howler. Runners. Runners. Yeah. Stand up. <laughs> Utsa. Yeah. So, yeah. So, let's talk about why we got into sales and branding. Okay. So, for me, my sales journey actually started when I was 13 years old. Here's a story. Mm -hmm. um, I'm 13 years old. I'm in seventh grade and I'm sitting in class and there's like two girls like off to my left over there. And they're kind of like, they're talking amongst themselves, but they're kind of like, dude, I made a lot of money this week or whatever. I don't know what they said. Maybe they said, <laughs> dude, maybe it's like, girl, I made a lot of money this week, whatever. <laughs> and the other one said the same thing too. So it was two girls talking about how they made a bunch of money. And I'm like, how? Mm -hmm. Like we're in seventh grade. We're 13. We have braces. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has anything to do with it, but you understand That's what I'm saying. Funny. Like, we don't yeah. have cars. We can't get a real job. How are you making money? And they pretty much started talking about how they're making money in their babysitting. And I'm like, how can... I'm like, first of all, if that's cool, I would like to be able to make money as well and, like, get video games or yeah. whatever I want to buy at the time shoes. And I was like, I can't babysit. I don't know any babies. <laughs> like, I am the baby in my family. And I don't I don't know how to hold a baby. Let yeah. alone, like, be left alone with the baby. Like, that's not realistic. I can't do that. 
So I was like, what can I do? Mm -hmm. And then from that moment, I just started thinking like, what can I do to, to like make money because they're making money. So it must be possible. And I went home and I guess I just found myself in the garage and looked at the lawnmower and had like a aha uh -huh moment. Mm -hmm. I was like, wait, people mow lawns. Yeah. I can mow the lawn. I mow my grandma's lawn. I mow the lawn at home. I know what I'm doing. I can do it. Yeah. So anyway, so my first uh, sales job was literally me making my own lawn mowing business in seventh grade. That's so awesome. I went door to door. I kept knocking. Hi, my name's Daryl. Can I mow your lawn? Hi, my name's Daryl. Can I mow your lawn? That was my pitch. And I would like go door to door with that. That's amazing. And I got a bunch of rejection Yeah. for the first like, I don't know, maybe 10 houses and then maybe house 11, 13, 12. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I got it. You go I got me a sale. So that was my first close right there, just knocking on doors, and I and I ended up with a customer, and I got more that summer too. But that was my intro to like baby rookie sales right there. That's amazing. Yeah. And you dealt with that rejection, what you do with sales, and yeah. that kind of prepared you, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Because I was, let me tell you this too, uh -huh. I was so confident my neighbor would, would uh, do a deal with me, be my yeah. customer. I was like, dude, they don't mow the grass. And I, and I knew that they paid somebody to do it. I'm like, dude, they can pay me. Yeah. So I knocked on the door. You know what they told me? What? No. Oh. Get out of here. Come on. <laughs> they didn't say get out, but I was like, okay, fine. But I kept it moving though, because I was going to find a way to, to get a sale elsewhere. So that was the very first time I got into sales. And I got into sales more so mm -hmm. when I moved to Nike. Yeah. Because like I said, I'm from Round Rock, the Round Rock area. And back in 2006, they opened up the, the outlet mall in Round Rock. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool. Like, a job at Nike and I'm in high school and I love Nike shoes. Let's do it. And then I, they, they gave us this book of sales associates that had all the technologies for the shoes in mm -hmm. there, like dual fusion and, yeah. and like the air, whatever. I don't remember all the stuff anymore. But anyway, at the time I memorized the book and I knew it like front and back. So when they opened the store and people were coming in, I would approach them and be like, Hey, so what type of workout do you do? Do you like, you're like a, are you a runner? Do you like mm -hmm. to lift weights? Do you more like a, you're training for a sport, whatever. And then I would pitch them on the different technologies mm -hmm. and get them to walk out the store like way more shoes than what they wanted to. <laughs> I wasn't paid commission. Nike, you should have paid me commission. Man, that would have. I would have been crazy. smashing it as a little 17 year old. Yeah. But I would battle people. I battle my people that I work with. I'd be like, hey, you versus me today on who can sell the most shoes. Let's go. And I'd make sure I hit like 40 shoes, 50 shoes in a yeah. day or whatever. Like I'd count the boxes that I would sell. Maybe it was more than that. I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit less. But anyway, I would count them and make sure I would just like, smash whoever I went up against. Yeah, that's awesome. It's the competitiveness in me, I guess. Yeah. But that's really how I got into it. And I was like, I'm kind of good at this. Yeah. So that, that's how I got into to sales. How'd you get into branding? <laughs> I feel like sales and branding go hand in hand in yeah. the point of like, it's about winning. Right. So with branding, I remember when I was like 11 or so, mm -hmm. I got published um, in like the the valley newspaper called the monitor yeah and i basically was published talking about nsync <laughs> mm, okay i was talking about nsync um talking about what their brand meant like how they carry themselves okay i still have that article somewhere and my mom saved it just out of curiosity what were you saying in that article like just i basically ballpark. was talking about how music how music should um be branded towards our gener like kids my age okay without curse words and it should be more about instinct and how what they stand for about how their videos are about fun yeah and the the uh the beat is very i probably said funky i don't know yeah yeah like upbeat or <laughs> no, something beat. yeah and i was right. talking about the how music should 
how the brand of music should be geared towards people my age, like not listening to bad music. Right. I don't know what it was about. I don't remember the title, like what they asked me. Right. All I know is that I was published and I was like one of the youngest ones to be published. And mm. I thought that was like really cool. That is cool. And um, that was really cool. That was like one of the things that I just loved. Yeah. Like I just loved what branding meant as far as um, what it could accomplish, mm. you know? Like I feel right. like it's kind of like, you don't think of the importance of brand because it's such a like thankless job. Right. You know, it it's very like you can create a logo, you can create like pick a perfect font, pick the perfect colors of the brand mm -hmm. and people just see it, but they don't really think of the work that went in behind it. Yeah. But being a, when you're into branding and marketing, you're it's the details you have are borderline insane right like you've seen how i am when i create a logo or when i create something and i'm like oh that's off by like a centimeter mm. kind of like that kobe story we heard about how the mm, the rim yeah. was off by a quarter inch right and they're like how do you even how can you even tell and kobe's like it's off a quarter inch and the guy didn't believe him until later on the i don't know who the, the guy that fixes the rim was like oh yeah it was off a quarter inch and people were like wait how did he know that yeah that's kind of how i am when it comes to branding you know like if it's off like like if it's not centered and like you have an eye for the details yeah and that's what that's that's what like it, it, that's what inspired me right and it wanted i wanted to have that be a part of my life of like mm -hmm. creating like kind of how we met i was always creating business business plans mm -hmm. because i loved i loved creating business plans from like i don't know i'm just weird when it comes to that kind of stuff so i remember when i was little and i saw lisa frank for the first time and i just loved I was supposed to picture here for you guys on YouTube. You guys don't know who Lisa Frank is. She was a stationary brand. I think she's still around. I believe she's still around. I think I should want to, I, I actually want to buy some stuff for like our future little girls. Yeah. Because Lisa Frank is such a cool, um, a cool stationary. And just the way it made me feel, mm -hmm. I really like the brand. And that kind of inspired me to be like, how did she create this? Like what made her think, like what made her think how to do this? You know, like. Yeah. It's I, very I, intricate. When you showed exactly. that to me the other day, I was like. First of all, I barely remembered it. Yeah. Because I'm not, it wasn't into Lisa Frank like that. Yeah. But when you showed me, I did remember yeah. it. And I was like, wow, like she did a wonderful job with that, especially back in the 90s. Exactly. And it makes you think, like, why and how. And I think that's why I love brand because it's like the psych of like wanting to know what people are doing and right. what they're thinking. Yeah. And that's why I just love branding because mm -hmm. branding to me is like marketing and it's like sales, a psych. It's literally everything that I love because you end up winning. When you come up with a really good logo or when you come up with like like anything really you win yeah, when yeah. you know so yeah no i no i agree <laughs> I, I think you do win with brand i think that branding is is very um underestimated mm -hmm. right with uh with how much talent it goes into and how much like eye for detail yeah you, you have to have yeah because branding branding brings in money it does branding brings in money marketing right. that brings in money like we talked about this before well, we started a business. The most important thing is sales, mm -hmm. but even along with it is branding and marketing, you know? Right. Because it needs to be on point for people to see the vision Yeah. before they can buy the vision, mm -hmm. you know? So let me ask you this. So when do you think you had that aha moment to where you knew you were really stinking good <laughs> at branding? Uh, I honestly... Probably when I was younger, I had little moments where I thought I was really, like, really good at branding. Yeah. Because I've always, like, created logos for, like, everything. <laughs> Every little thing I would do. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say in college, um, my professor, he really 
like understood my intricate like i was all about details yeah and a lot of people in our class wasn't like they weren't like that mm -hmm. so he respected that and i think it just and it was pr but it, it also when pr is like the epitome of your brand you know like yeah it was just a whole different level like a whole like the yeah. brand of you yeah <laughs> pr was a little intense Public relations yeah, yeah. i, I kind of like that i'm like more behind the scenes because i'm not about like that whole like if you meet me in person, like a lot of my other subscribers have, I'm really awkward in person because I get so shy. Daryl always laughs at me because every time we, I get noticed, they're like, Lori, oh my gosh, Lori. And I'm just like, oh yeah. my goodness. And it's just so, I get so awkward. And like, even right now, I'm like, ugh, you know, behind the camera right here when there's nobody looking. But if there's like a, four, a like a crew of 40, I'd be freaking out. Yeah, she doesn't like the attention. I do not. I do not like the attention. Yeah. But um, with branding that I do now, it's just like, I just know I'm really good at it right. with, when it comes to like my YouTube or when it comes to um, my company where I help other influencers get brand deals. Mm -hmm. I just know what it takes to build a brand for the influencers and help their brand and also help the companies um, come up with like campaign ideas and how to help their brand. Yeah. So I just like helping all brands. That's what I, I love about like this business, you know? Yeah. And that, what I realize I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> to you also because I am way more modest when it comes to like what I do. That I mean, you have I think, so many accolades. You have so many accomplishments. Because... I know, but I just never think it's enough until you, like, point it out to me. You're like, look at this, this, and this, and this. You've done this. And I'm like, huh, not too bad. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like there's always more to accomplish, you know? There is always more to accomplish. You're 100% yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about when I knew yeah, I was you? nice. I, I love saying the word when nice. When were you nice? You? It when, I, when I was, like, nice with it. Um, I feel like the moment I really knew I was good at sales mm -hmm. was when we lived in Carrollton, Georgia. Oh, wow. Long time Old ago. School. Outside of Atlanta. Like, yeah. what, 20, 30 miles? 20 maybe, minutes. Something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm working at the Sprint store, the retail store. And I'd already been with Sprint and I was selling, like, I don't know, maybe like seven months prior or something like that, close mm -hmm. to a year. And I'm at the store now, a brand new store, and we're getting all these people coming in and uh, not actually, actually it was kind of slow, but the people that did come in, it was our job to like sell them because we were trying to like push sprint in this area. It wasn't like there. Anyway, um, I knew I was really nice at sales when I started smashing it. Yeah, I like, remember that. I started that like, awesome. I felt like I owned that store. Like literally, like <laughs> yeah. there'd be like me and I don't know how many other people, like salespeople, maybe like five or so or whatever that probably worked there at the time. Mm -hmm. But I exceeded quota way much more than them because I was just like so into it. Like yeah. I wanted to know all the specs of the phones. I wanted all the specs of the cases. I wanted to know like all the details of, of competitor plans. So when somebody walked in, I can walk them through what are the differences between them and us and get them to be like, okay, I need to go with you guys. Yeah. Right. So when I started like breaking records, I became the number one salesperson in the country at that store or at that place rather or for the company. I knew I was like. This is it. Plus, I really found another passion when I started training others around me just for fun. Yeah. Not even because I was promoted or not because of any other reason. I was just like, let me just do this. And I did. I just picked the people that I thought were serious and I trained them. And when I got them to hit the way that I was hitting, I was like, yeah, this is it. Yeah. That's when I knew. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So so the other thing would be, so we talked about our backgrounds, right? We talked about... Uh, uh, branding and realizing where we're good. Let's talk about our inspirations. Okay. So let's talk about who and what inspires us when it comes to sales and branding so people really know where we're coming from. So as far as branding goes, I feel like 
I'm not inspired specifically by a person or like an actual um, like branding expert. It's more so by businesses. Yeah. So like when I was little, I remember, of course, like the first place that you, you see when you're little is McDonald's. Yeah. And I remember I used to love their logo. And I was just like intrigued by who came up with that. Mm -hmm. Like it was weird. And like, why did, why did they pick red and yellow? Yeah. Those are a really weird combination of colors to put together. So I was always intrigued. Like <laughs> if Google was around when I was little, like I am like that still to this day. Mm -hmm. Like I have to know, like I Wikipedia everything. Yeah. Everything. So um, I, I was really curious about like the, the behind the story, you know, like of how they created Starbucks, how they created McDonald's and the brand that goes into it. Apple, yeah. you know, I'm like, I'm like team was all day, you know, cause like, I'm like she a nerd. Them, yeah. I'm a nerd and I love the computer, you know, aspect of, of it. But man, Steve Jobs knew marketing. Yeah, and he did. Steve Jobs knew what he was doing as far as like creating the brand of Apple. Yeah. And that's what intrigues me. But it's not necessarily the actual people, it's more so just like the brand of a yeah, company. What they built. Exactly. Right. Because I'll look into everything, into like all types of companies. If I like Altered state, like anything that I like, I'll look into their background and be like, oh, that's how they created it. And that's interesting. Right. It's just like, I love it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, there's really two people that kind of come to mind mm -hmm. when it comes to like inspirations for me. Yeah. When it comes to sales. Uh, the first one I would say is Marcus Limonis. The reason mm -hmm. being is because the guy's a billionaire. Um, but before he was a billionaire, he started out as a salesperson. Yeah. Working at his parents' car dealership. And he, he is like serious about closing deals. And I can respect that. Yeah. And I can also respect the way that he treats his, his, his employees. Mm -hmm. uh, even how he acts as, you know, as a person, I can respect that. So so that's one guy. My ultimate favorite, though, is Truett Cathy. Yeah. Not because he was necessarily like, you know, a really good salesperson. Not to say that he wasn't, but just because, man, you talk about brand. Brand, exactly. That's another one that I respect. Golly, Miss Molly. Their brand is so Chick-fil-A. So in the way they treat the you there. The details, the details man. are crazy. That's yeah. what they think of. You know what it started from when it comes to details with them? Uh-huh. He was so focused on making the best chicken sandwich anybody ever tasted. Yeah. That he did not stop. Like he made one chicken sandwich. Everybody loved it. He's like, no, I can make it better. So yeah. he kept going, he kept going. So the it's customer fiery. had to tell him, hey, true it, I need you to stop. <laughs> it's perfect, that's it. <laughs> I need you to chill. Yeah, that's right? amazing. That's so inspirational. So, so th those are really my my two inspirations. Yeah. Well, coolness. Yeah, so excited. That's just a little background of us and who we are. We're so excited for what's to come. Yeah. All types of tips on sales and branding and tutorials. Um, so make sure you subscribe and go follow us on Instagram. And yeah, do you have anything else to say? Follow me on LinkedIn. Yeah, follow there on LinkedIn for yep. all types of sales tips. And Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun here, guys. So we're so excited. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.